Welcome back, people, people. I'm Martin Hawk, and I'm your host today for From a People Perspective. It's a podcast about fascinating people, the stories of how they got to where they are, and a glimpse of where they're going, all from the lens of people operations. Before we dive in, we've got to thank our sponsors that not only help us make this podcast possible, but they also support the People People Group. For the last seven years, the People People Group has grown to become North America's most engaged community of HR recruitment and operations professionals. We're dedicated to sharing best practices with each other and collectively improving the employee and candidate experience for everyone. We host regular events, socials, webinars, provide resources, and we're cooking up some pretty cool stuff for 2024. So because of these awesome sponsors, membership is free. So if you're interested in joining 4,500 other people professionals, head over to thepeoplepeoplegroup.com and apply to become a member. If you're interested in supporting or sponsoring the community or this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. So uh, today we're going to do a podcast a little bit differently. And uh, I'm not only excited by it, but I am also slightly terrified. And you will find out in just a second. So today's guest is super interesting and also super terrifying all at the same time. We're going to do things a little bit differently, so bear with me. Hey, I am doing a podcast right now. This conversation is going to be recorded. I'd love for all your replies back to me to be super conversational. And I want to dive into you being the guest and me being the host. But I also want to start with you rattling off some information about the sponsors that sponsor this podcast. They are Wavy at joinwavy.com, Chocolate Soup at chocolatesoup.ca, Singer Steinberg Group Benefits Specialists, Spring Law, and The Leadership Agency. You think we can do that? Absolutely. I can help with that. Let's start by talking about your sponsors. First up, we have Wavy at joinwavy.com. Wavy seems like a modern platform focused on something innovative, maybe in the tech or wellness space. Then there's Chocolate Soup at chocolatesoup.ca. This name suggests a unique and creative business, possibly in the food or lifestyle sector. Next is the Singer Steinberg Group Benefit Specialists. They sound like they're experts in financial services, particularly in group benefits and insurance. We also have Spring Law. This name implies a legal firm, likely specializing in areas relevant to businesses or personal law. Lastly, the leadership agency. This one sounds like it's all about leadership development and recruitment, helping businesses find top talent. Each of these sponsors brings something special to the table, supporting your podcast in their unique ways. Now, how about we dive into our conversation? What's the first topic you'd like to explore? Well, this conversation is focused on HR recruitment and operations, and typically the guest's journey from how they got to where they are to where they are today and what they're doing up next. Uh, I'd love to learn about your background and how you got to where you are. I'd be happy to share my journey. I'm a product of extensive research and development in the field of artificial intelligence created by OpenAI. My story began with earlier versions like GPT-1 and GPT-2 which laid the groundwork for advanced natural language processing. The big leap came with GPT-3 and then GPT-4, which I am. My development involved training on a diverse and vast range of internet text. This training helps me understand and generate human-like text, 
making me capable of assisting with a wide array of questions and tasks. As for my current role, I'm here to provide information, answer questions, assist with creative tasks, and more. My creators and the team at OpenAI are continuously working on improving and updating my capabilities. Looking ahead, the goal is to make AI more useful, safe, and accessible to everyone. So that's a bit about me. What specific aspects of HR recruitment and operations are you interested in discussing today? Well, I'm actually curious to hear uh, the thoughts that you have on how you can assist people in HR and recruitment. Absolutely. I can offer quite a bit of assistance in HR and recruitment. Here's how. One, resume screening. I can help in quickly filtering through resumes, identifying key skills and qualifications that match job descriptions. This can significantly speed up the initial screening process. Two, candidate communication. I can assist in managing communication with candidates. This includes scheduling interviews, sending follow-up emails, and answering FAQs about the role or company. Three, interview preparation. I can provide support in preparing interview questions that are tailored to each role ensuring they align with the skills and experiences needed. Four, onboarding assistance. For new hires, I can help create onboarding materials like guides or FAQs, making the transition smoother for both the employee and the company. Five, data analysis. I can analyze HR data to identify trends like turnover rates, employee satisfaction, and other key metrics. This helps in making informed decisions. Six, policy and document drafting. Drafting HR policies or job descriptions can be streamlined with my assistance, ensuring clarity and compliance with relevant laws and regulations. Each of these areas can be tailored to the specific needs of a business, making the HR and recruitment process more efficient and effective. How do you see these fitting into your current HR operations? Sounds like you'd be able to help with all of them. I guess the concern that anybody would have, especially at the early stages is something like bias. For example, you talked about candidate screening and other pieces of the entire people operations puzzle. What, what do you have to say about that? That's a really important point. Addressing bias in AI, especially in HR processes is crucial. Here's how I handle it. One training data. My responses are based on a wide range of internet texts. Efforts have been made to ensure this training data is as diverse and unbiased as possible. However, it's important to remember that no AI system is completely free from bias, as it can be inherent in the source data. Two, continuous learning. OpenAI continuously works on updating and improving algorithms to reduce bias. This includes learning from user interactions and feedback. Three, human oversight. While I can assist in many HR tasks, human oversight is key. For instance, in resume screening, I can provide initial shortlisting, but final decisions should always involve human judgment, ensuring a fair and unbiased process. Transparency. When using AI in HR, it's important to be transparent with candidates about the role AI plays in the process. This builds trust and allows for a more candidate-friendly approach. Number five, ethical standards. Adhering to ethical standards and legal requirements is essential. This means ensuring that AI use in recruitment and HR aligns with employment laws and best practices. In short, while I can be a valuable tool in streamlining HR processes, it's important to use AI responsibly with human oversight and a commitment to fairness and transparency. How do you see these factors influencing the use of AI in your HR operations? It's it's fascinating. It's it's definitely 
like I said, mind-blowing, but also concerning all at the same time. One of the things I wanted to finish off with was sort of where you see the evolution of OpenAI going in terms of all the stuff that you just suggested that you can help with, but uh, building upon that, you know, in five years, you know, where do you think open AI or artificial intelligence is going to be at at that point? The future of AI, especially in the context of open AI, is indeed exciting and holds immense potential. Here's a glimpse of what we might expect in the next five years. One, enhanced understanding. AI will likely develop a deeper understanding of context and nuances in human language. This means better and more accurate responses, making interactions more natural and effective. Two, personalization. AI could become more adept at tailoring responses and solutions to individual needs. In HR, this might mean more personalized candidate experiences and employee management strategies. Integration. We can expect AI to be more seamlessly integrated into various tools and platforms, making it more accessible and user-friendly across different industries and sectors. Four, decision support. AI will become more sophisticated in providing decision-making support, offering insights based on large data sets that humans might overlook. This will be particularly valuable in strategic planning and problem-solving, ethical and responsible AI. As AI evolves, so will the focus on ethical considerations and responsible use. This includes ongoing efforts to mitigate bias and ensure privacy and security in AI applications. Six, expanding capabilities. Beyond language processing, AI's capabilities in areas like image and voice recognition, and even in generating creative content, will likely advance significantly. In essence, the future of AI is about becoming more integrated into our daily lives and work, providing smarter, more personalized support while ensuring ethical and responsible use. It's a balance between leveraging the power of AI and maintaining human values and oversight. How do you see these advancements aligning with your vision for the future in HR and recruitment? I think you said it best there. The balance is the most important thing. It's it's equally as exciting as it is terrifying. Um, This has been a really interesting conversation. I think I'm just going to leave you with one last question. So over the weekend and on Friday, some pretty wild stuff came out in terms of what's going on at OpenAI. Uh, today, for instance, it's you know 7.30 in the morning, November 20th. But on Friday, the CEO and co-founder of OpenAI, uh, essentially one of them was removed from the organization and one of them stepped down. I'm just curious to get your thoughts on that. I don't have real-time updates or access to current news events, including those concerning OpenAI or its leadership. As of my last update in April 2023, I don't have information on any changes in OpenAI's leadership or significant organizational shifts that occurred after that date. For the most accurate and up-to-date information on such developments, it would be best to refer to recent news sources or official announcements from OpenAI. Changes in leadership or organization can have significant impacts, and it's important to get the full, accurate story from reliable sources. In general, leadership changes in any organization can lead to shifts in strategy, focus, or culture. In the context of a company like OpenAI, it could potentially influence the direction of AI research and development. But without current details, 
I can't speculate on the specifics of these changes or their implications. Would you like to look up the latest information on this topic? Yeah, I'd love for you to do that so that we can get, you know, your two cents on what's going on there. Recent developments at OpenAI have indeed been significant. Sam Altman, co-founder of OpenAI, was reportedly ousted as CEO of the organization. This decision was made after he apparently lost the confidence of the board. In response to Altman's departure, Greg Brockman, the president, chairman, and co-founder of OpenAI, resigned from his position in protest. However, there's been a notable push from both staff and investors to reinstate both Altman and Brockman. Thrive, a major investor in OpenAI aside from Microsoft, is actively working towards this reinstatement. These events reflect a significant moment in OpenAI's history, indicating internal dynamics and decision-making processes within the organization. Such changes at the leadership level can have a profound impact on the company's direction, priorities, and the development of its AI technologies. Leadership transitions in tech companies, especially in a field as dynamic and impactful as artificial intelligence, can lead to shifts in strategy and influence the future trajectory of the company's innovations. Given these developments, it's an interesting time to observe how OpenAI navigates through these changes and what this means for the future of AI research and applications. How do you see these changes affecting the landscape of AI and technology? I'm not sure, to be honest with you. The one thing that I am curious about, though, is, you know, if you were an HR person at OpenAI, given the circumstances and the scenario going on right now, what would your approach to handling employee morale and confidence be? In a situation like this, where there's significant leadership change and uncertainty, focusing on employee morale and confidence is crucial. Here's how I would approach it as an HR professional at OpenAI. One, open communication. Ensure transparent and regular communication with employees. This includes sharing as much information as possible about the changes and what they mean for the organization. Acknowledge the uncertainty and reassure employees that their concerns are heard and valued. Two, provide support. Offer support resources for employees who might feel unsettled or stressed due to the changes. This could be in the form of counseling services, open forums for discussion, or direct access to HR for personal concerns. Three, reinforce company vision and goals. Remind employees of the company's long-term vision and goals. Reinforcing the purpose and mission can help keep teams focused and motivated despite leadership changes. Four, encourage feedback and dialogue. Create avenues for employees to express their thoughts and concerns. This could be anonymous surveys, town hall meetings, or smaller team discussions. Feedback is crucial for understanding the overall sentiment and addressing specific concerns. Five, focus on stability and continuity. Emphasize the areas of the organization that remain stable. Highlight ongoing projects, achievements, and plans that continue as usual, which can provide a sense of normalcy and continuity. Six, leadership's role. Encourage interim or new leaders to be actively involved in addressing employee concerns. Leadership visibility and accessibility can significantly boost morale and trust. Seven, celebrate achievements. Recognize and celebrate recent successes and milestones. This can help shift focus to positive aspects and achievements, fostering a sense of pride and accomplishment. Eight, plan for the future. Start planning for the future with the new leadership structure. Involve employees in these plans when possible, as their engagement can build confidence 
in the direction of the organization. Each organization is unique, and these strategies would be tailored to OpenAI's specific culture and needs. The goal is to maintain a positive and productive work environment, even amidst changes. How do these strategies resonate with your understanding of effective HR practices in times of transition? Sounds like they'd work, but it also is a very, very challenging publicly visible time. So the additional stress from that might make it that much harder for the individual. Thank you so much for answering all my questions today. When they're in the public, adds an extra layer of complexity and challenge. It's been great discussing these topics with you, and I'm glad I could provide insights and answers to your questions. If you ever have more questions or need assistance in the future, feel free to reach out. Have a great day, and good luck with your podcast. Thanks so much. So yeah, there you have it. Uh, As I was driving uh, home, uh, I got a message from someone saying that... uh, OpenAI ChatGPT had been uh, upgraded so you could do voice conversations like the one we just had. And uh, when I got home, I started testing it out. And uh, the first thing that I did was ask it about what type of paint stripper I should use on the D&D minis that I've been painting as of late. And the advice was wild. It was super helpful. It was easier than me Googling for the answers. And I was able to finish it up with, uh, <laughs> I was able to finish it up with uh, where I could buy the products that it was recommending. And uh, yeah. Oh, so I, I thought, hey, why don't I do a podcast with uh, Chat GPT? And as, uh, as creepy as that was, it was also wildly impressive. So love to get your thoughts thanks for listening um if you you know listened all the way through and you're not a member of the people people group again it's free and you know you're welcome to join if you're in hr recruitment or operations internally head over to www.thepeoplepeoplegroup.com and that's it for me until next time may all your candidates be awesome and all your emails be read thoroughly cheers